Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm producer Dan. Thank you for joining us. We have a special guest with us today, and we'll be talking comics, comic book movies, and Cinco de Mayo. But before we get into all of that, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Help us out by giving us a five-star review. We are also on YouTube and Rumble. Be sure to smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and subscribe to our channels. If you can't get enough of this podcast, we're on social media at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Locals. If you enjoy our drunken diatribes, you can contribute to us on Locals so we can get some cameras and, you know, you can actually see what we're doing in here. Maybe see the scenery, check out the bar, this, that, and the other thing. All right, we're talking comic book movies. Yeah, I know Moses is super into this. He's been aching aching to talk about this, this in wrestling. So yeah, Moses. It's, uh, that's the only things that I know. <laughs> uh, Justin, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great. Very happy to be here. And uh, yeah, I feel like shit, but we're gonna make the best of it. It's so been be a while awesome. since I've seen you guys. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and we have uh, Peter Papaluza. Very happy to be here. Thank you so much. And our special guest is Pat. Pat, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. I am Pat Guashino, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just phoning it in. <laughs> hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, guys. <laughs> Keep coming back. It works if you work it. <laughs> so, guys, Guardians of the Galaxy is out. We haven't haven't had a chance to see it, of course, but. You know, this actually gives us an opportunity to talk about comic books, comic book movies. Are you guys excited about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Or do you think it's just another, you know, comic book movie and a sludge of comic book movies? I'm stoked. I'm stoked about this movie because there's an otter in it. And I love fucking Uh, I I knew. I knew that's what would be. Lila is fucking adorable. He's obsessed with otters. It's kind of weird. No. They are Don't really look. doubling down on the animals in this movie. Yeah. They also have Cosmo, the space dog, yeah. going to be in it. Uh, Teefs. Uh, T- yeah, Teefs. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come right out and say that I straight up, I mean, it could have been assumed, but I didn't know that there was a third one. I don't think I saw the second one. <laughs> There's usually a I third saw the one with anything one. now. And there was a raccoon in that? Yes. Yep. Yep. So I feel like what's happening, and by all means correct, but I feel like what's happening is that the raccoon was very successful. So now you just have more animals that are like people. Well, they're telling the story of the raccoon, like where he came from. From Raccoon Planet? or uh, <laughs> Kind of. It's um, Don't say Animal Planet because that's Earth. No, it's I'm not. literally gonna, where raccoons we'll, come from. We'll put it in a mohawk and a baby tea and we're not getting sued for this. It's uh, the, the High Evolutionary. Everyone knows the High Evolutionary. He's a great character. Everyone loves him. Yeah. I, I think this movie is going to be pretty good. I, I like those movies. Uh, I think they're fun. This one seems like it's going to be very rocket-centric. I'm excited for the uh, 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 soundtrack. Because the soundtracks are always good. It was great. It's nostalgia. The the only way that I discover new music these days is through movies. Yeah. And basically, whatever James Gunn says that I should listen to, I'm going to listen to. (laughs) If it's not Redbone, I am not getting off my track. I'm pretty Uh, sure that Redbone is on the. I am almost dead serious that Redbone is on the soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm pretty sure it is. All right. I didn't know they had like that deep of a. a collection, but no, it's it's the same song. Oh, okay, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. gonna be yeah. 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 It's the only song you want to hear by Redbone. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. fair. Oh. And that song is 
I don't know. I can't uh, remember. No, no, so. no. Don't stop believing. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> we're on a journey to find this. Find this answer. Come and get your love. Come uh, get my love. That might be it. Yeah. Love. Uh, wait, is that? It could be. That it. was Redbone. I Come think that was Redbone. Why do we not know this? This is how we all get to know. show how stupid we are. Yeah. Uh, it's nice that, yeah. Every, that it's exposed. I think this, this is going to be one of those <laughs> classic moments on your podcast where Dan comes in with information that yep. he's just. Uh, you know he's up. looking it up right now. <laughs> Can we block him out? Is there like a well? Like he a doesn't have a microphone bubble that we can put around it. We're halfway there. <laughs> He's in the booth. So the movie's going to be good. Is that what I'm gathering? It's going to be fine. Was the yeah. second one good? Did I see it? The second one was all right. Did I see it? Probably. It had. Um, it had Kurt Russell in it. Yeah, yeah Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Oh, but it wasn't Thor. <laughs> no, it no, wasn't. Kurt Russell was not Thor. No. It was. He was ego. He was ego, the living planet. <laughs> but she wasn't even <laughs> like the planet. Yeah. And I get they yeah, uh, right the way they did it. Yeah, they did. They they showed the face on the planet and in a scene. It was good. Mm. Come and get, Come your, and get love. your love is Redbone. Yeah, boom. But for my money, James Gunn is turning out the absolute gold standard in comic book movies these days. I mean, doesn't he only do those? Like, isn't that the only thing that he does, or he does more? What's that? I know yeah, he has much. other movies, but like he's gotten a lot of fame with uh, uh, Suicide Squad. He did uh, that, Peacemaker no. too, right? Yeah, Peacemaker. Peacemaker well, no, was not great. The, the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad. Oh, he wasn't the, the Suicide Squad. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, so, way back when, uh, Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer, starring um, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. Will Smith. Will Smith as, Smith Deadshot. as Deadshot. Yeah, uh, he's a great actor. Um, Will Smith. That had everyone really excited because mm. it had amazing trailers that were yeah. cut really great. The movie comes out and it was a jumbled fucking mess. It was no. so it was so confused. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. The first half hour is basically just nonstop music cue, music cue, yep. music cue, yep. and your ocean stuff written across the screen. Yeah, introduction you son of a of bitch. I'm in. It is uh, really horrible. Uh, I will say that I read the novelization of oh it. That's the level of nerd that I am. <laughs> I always and forget that they do that. There, there was an okay story in there somewhere <laughs> um, that they just cut. To, to ribbons. Yeah. What did the about? story try to teach me? The story tried to teach you that if you're an archaeologist, you should not break open mysterious objects and breathe in whatever's inside. I thought we learned that from uh, Indiana Jones. Shockingly, I do have an archaeology degree, and I was never taught this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't use it. <laughs> yeah. I've been breathing in a lot of weird, fucked up shit. By the way, Moses, I need some more of that. Oh, I get my guy. <laughs> The least you can do around a supposedly cursed object is not huff it. That's fair. I huff everything, though. It's, uh, it's a moral imperative. But they ended up doing a soft reboot of uh, Suicide Squad with James Gunn at the helm. And this was shortly after he was actually fired yeah. by Disney from Guardians of the Galaxy. Was that, like a, that was like a rape accusation or something? He like said something on Twitter because he comes from Tromaville. Initially, oh my god! I didn't know he that. Used to, yeah, he would. Like, he wrote or directed or something like that. Like he had some involvement in Tromaville, your uh, Toxic Avenger, and other shitty fucking. He was really C-list poor. Right? Horror. Yeah, well, I'm sure at the time he was. Yeah. So well, he I mean, got that, that Marvel money. That's like what he what he came from. That was like his his passion stuff. Yeah, was, was all that. But he made he made some off color jokes on Twitter, 
And then he was also very vocal about political issues. He is an outspoken progressive. Mm-hmm. And people decided to dig up some old tweets and start a campaign to get him fired. They did so successfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers scooped him up. He turned out a really phenomenal soft reboot of The Suicide Squad, uh, which was very entertaining. He threw sorrow in. I, it's I, like, goddamn. I got yeah, it. Goddamn. Because yeah. I'm only like vaguely familiar. And if I knew it, it's for it's been long since forgotten. What did he do? Like, what were? Can you give me an example of one of these tweets? And I, I, he was canceled because of the tweets. An an old tweet that was years before he was popular. They were years, years old. Yeah. Um, I believe he he made some jokes that were like kind of like poking at pedophilia, but not like saying like, man. Well, man, I need children. to hear more. That's not like a casual joke. <laughs> they were definitely off color. <laughs> I do not recall exactly what they were, but they That's were enough fair. that Disney reactionary fired him. He got hired to make the Suicide Squad and then got rehired to make Guardians of the Galaxy. And now he's going to be in charge of the entire DC film slate. Wish yeah, they could use. makes a good shit. They could there's use. No joke there. there's, there's not a lot of good DC movies. No, and if... And Live action, at least. Yeah, and out of anybody, he's a director who definitely understands and loves comics and has great taste in comics. The comics he talks about are fucking amazing. And the, the first slate of movies that he announced are weird, eclectic, yeah. and uh, not what you would necessarily expect i am going to while i'm sure that you are right in that assessment i'm going to disagree with the reasoning and my argument is that nick cage has a uh, a ghostwriter tattoo which is, is why he turned out two incredible ghostwriter movies and they're great and that's and uh, you caught me in my own ruse <laughs> because i agree that those are great films made by someone with a real passion for the actual you, you film. You want to talk passion with Nick Cage. What about Wesley Snipes? He yeah. made those Blade movies, and they are all phenomenal. He was incredibly passionate about keeping all of the money and not sharing any with the IRS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. He earned all that. Yeah. He did earn that. Men of passion. That's the problem, though, and I know that we don't like to talk about politics too often, but the black man is always put, being put down in this country for having libertarian beliefs. And that's really what happened to Mr. Snipes. Uh, he was just trying to stand up for people's individual liberties in the United States as a proper libertarian. And, uh, and he got shut down for that. And I think that's a real shame. And I just hope that uh, I hope that these other people that we're referencing are, are dealt a little bit of a better favor from it. Well, they're white, so they should be. Yeah, they're all white. They're all so, they're fine. They, they, they got nothing to worry about. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but what I would say about James Gunn is that He's got a deep breadth of knowledge, and you can tell he really loves the material. And that's why I put a good amount of faith in him. Because even though he's bringing you kind of like obscure characters, kind of like off the beaten path stories, he loves It's the stuff he loves. There's no reason why Guardians of the Galaxy should have been as well-received as it was. And it was just like a new, refreshing Star Wars of a sort, like in that kind of space odyssey uh, kind of going on, but it was like it was weird that Guardians of the Galaxy even became anything because well, I mean, yeah, it's I, I, not that big of a comic. Well, it wasn't that, that big of a comic. I had like the vaguest idea of what that was. Yeah, that I was never announced as a reader. I never delved too much into the cosmic and like, like Silver Surfer was kind of the extent that I was willing to go. <laughs> and 
Because that was just a whole lot of introspection and reading. Like, yeah. it's not what a comic book, you you would think a comic right. book would be. Yeah, I mean, anybody who tells you that they were like a hardcore Guardians of the Galaxy fan a liar. before the film is a fucking liar. Yeah. Because Guardians of the Galaxy started off as being like the future Avengers. So that's where like, there were like weird characters. That's where like Yondu and everything came in. Sylvester Stallone's character, who was in the, the second yeah. one, is going to be the third one. Um, his whole crew were the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was like the year 3000 or whatever it was. One of them had Captain America's old shield. And then the team that ended up being in the movie wasn't even around until the early aughts. Yeah. Okay. And they had like an ongoing series for a little while, but that was it. So they were really characters that he plucked from complete obscurity. In order and turned them into this huge franchise. In the first and I think second movie, they did show the original Guardians of the Galaxy of a sort. Uh, they had like the characters there, and they were just I think other Ravagers, like some other team of Ravagers that were actually the Guardians of the, the or, yeah. original Guardians of the Galaxy from the comic books. Yeah, that was uh, Sylvester Stallone and, and his, his, and his yeah. crew, Michael Michael Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. I have a quote here. Thank you, Dan. There's many. I will choose to read this one from James Gunn. The Expendables was so manly. I fucked the shit out of the little pussy boy next to me. Exclamation point. The boys are back in town. (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that. I feel like there is no response. What is that? What does that mean? I don't know. All right. (laughs) So here's here's one of the the tweets that you know, the, these folks tried to get him canceled over. And I'll say that I'm on board with this. <laughs> I'm doing a big Hollywood film meditation of the giving tree with a happy ending. The tree grows back and gives the kid a blowjob. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The that ending sounds... of that book is so sad. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel like he's trying to bang kids. Uh, no. Yeah. That is a giving tree. Yeah. Gives blowjobs to kids. Is that what it is? Yeah. It sounds like it would chafe. Who gets into tree? By the end of the book, the kid was an old man, so he's not talking about a tree blowing a child. He's talking about a tree giving an old man a blowjob. Wow, that's so fair. That's really when you're old, yeah. you, you're not getting blowjobs. That's probably. I don't know. I think that runs rampant in those uh, retirement homes. Like I don't know if chlamydia is like one head. of the biggest killers of elderly. That yeah. is. True. I don't know if you can get <laughs> chlamydia just from giving head, though. Right? I don't see why you could. I don't know how fucking bodies work. So I don't know how it works either. Yeah. What is that <laughs> lemon party? That's what I'm reading. <laughs> lemon party. Oh, lemon party tree. All yeah. right. I needed the rest of that. Yeah. It's, I feel sad having read it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to take out of that. Yeah. Right. You just take what you can I, and you keep on moving. The lemon starburst is my favorite. Mm. I'm not sure how that ties in. But all right. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem too egregious uh, to me. I, I, I didn't get the vibe that he was trying to bang kids. But more that he thought that it was funny, maybe that kids get banged. That's probably well, still wrong. Either, yeah, but, you know. yeah still I wrong. Mean, he was making edge lordy jokes. Yeah, it's, it's very edge lordy. That's that's definitely what it seems like to me. Yeah, yeah. but he, you know, he seems to have moved on from that. Yeah, I well. believe so. So not me though. I've never moved. You on never will. No, nah, you never, never will. will. Yeah, I'm He's skating by. Nobody cares what I do. But yeah, so yeah, this supposedly this is uh, this will be like the closing off of. Uh, the Guardians group as we know it, or entirely, or whatever the case may as be. As far as, yeah, that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Until they realize that they can make another, you know, $100 million well, there's been talk within a few weeks. Uh, for uh, Marvel, uh, Kang is supposed to be the 
Big Bad, the the new Thanos. Oh yeah, he got in trouble for something. He got in trouble for I guess beating a woman. Yes. He wiped Something. out half the people in the universe. No, that was Thanos. That was Thanos. That was Thanos. Yeah. We're on to the next Kang. one. Yeah, uh, the new guy. Uh, uh, not Lee Majors. Jonathan uh, Majors. Jonathan Majors. No, it's definitely Lee Majors. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like something Lee Majors would do. He, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, saying uh, the guest most. Um. Yeah. He. No. Uh. All right. So Jonathan Majors allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um was having an altercation with his lady friend mm-hmm. um, in the back of a car and supposedly grabbed her somewhat violently to take his phone away from her. She had allegedly found messages from another lady and was confronting him about it. And he got, So she was going through his phone. Yeah. That's, and he and right. he got physical with her. As Kang is wont to do. He's a conqueror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds like she deserved it. <laughs> That's not what you're putting down, is it? All right. Dan, can you edit that out? <laughs> no, never mind. Once again, there are no edits here. <laughs> we are live, right? <laughs> Sorry, we're coming to you from AM 1225. <laughs> well, listen, at least I know I always have a career on Tucker Carlson wherever he lands. Uh, always on his feet. <laughs> He's a goddamn cat. He doesn't have the bow tie anymore, so I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that's true. That was that was where he really broke bad. It's when he decided to ditch the bow tie. He broke through that that wall, the glass ceiling. Yeah, that bow tie Absolutely. ceiling. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, people really that that's that is legit. Like people are held back by that, and I'm glad that Tucker Carlson was able to break through that. Where people just try and hold other people back. The white man in America is one of them. Just minorities. And um, the minorities try to hold back the white man. Yeah, and they try to hold back other minorities, and the white man tries to hold back the no, the white man. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore. No, and says the one group that's right. We're all just holding each other back. Yeah. Everybody's just holding everybody back. Well, we don't want us to get too big for our britches. When was the last time that <laughs> you helped someone with a bow tie? Uh, the day of my wedding. <laughs> Is this like a Godfather thing? Uh, <laughs> well, he was great. Because that's pretty deep. Still a Sunday, Pat. Uh, no, I I made the decision for my wedding that I wanted to wear a bow tie. I was offended uh, by that, by the way. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I too am offended. So. I cannot wear bow ties because of my beard. It's like you just don't see the bow tie. It does. You just look don't have the bow tie. as hell. It's... You look like a fucking retard. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. All right. Well, yes, we'll get it in the comments. I am. I just said it. Uh, but yes, so all the groomsmen were also supposed to be wearing bow ties. One of them successfully tied it. You tied it, mine for me. I did. Yeah. I tied everyone's for me, <laughs> except for Dan. That's what happens when you choose fucking bow ties, Pat. <laughs> You're just choosing to work harder. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yes, that day I helped many people with their bow ties. Yeah. I got asked a couple of times at your wedding to do magic tricks, and I don't do magic. <laughs> Could you describe what you wore to my wedding? I had a top hat and a, I think it was a three-piece suit. I don't remember if it actually was. And platform shoes with fishes in it. And a cane. And a cane. Well, I needed <laughs> stability. That was more of a structural uh, choice than it was. I've seen you walk in those platforms. It's, it's rough. Yeah. It's, not, it's not easy. It's very awkward. Yeah. yeah. And I believe you were you were collecting something and sticking them in your hat as the night went on? That sounds oh, good. there were uh, little... Uh, like where you would stick olives, uh, what? Like, the, uh, oh, like a yeah. sword uh, yeah, for, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. for your drink or 
Uh, you yeah, were sticking I had a quite miniature few of those. swords. Were they glow? Were they glow sticks? We did glow. Oh, there sticks, were glow right? sticks. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing too. I was drunk. I don't. I, don't, I remember. I'll be honest. When you said glow sticks, I was like, "Wow, your wedding is way cooler than I remember." Yeah, it was a. Rave. I remember was... driving home from it, and we got uh, there was a, a DUI stop, and were, I'm like, "I came from a wedding." They're like, "Go ahead." I don't know how like, that doesn't seem right, officer. But okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like pulling out of my neighborhood at the stop sign. <laughs> no, he, he he thought I had it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably all the the. The little accoutrement things that I had oh in my, my hat. Oh my god! Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah. Could you? <laughs> shit. I don't know. I don't even know what I part of that. Pull, I, I can't imagine being Moses and a cop letting me go. I can't imagine being the cop <laughs> in any <laughs> scenario. Really. Sometimes paperwork is too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's a there's a good novel there of why I pulled him over. Yeah. And you know nobody wants to deal with that. That's probably true. <laughs> that I didn't even pull fair. out my gold card for that uh, that little interaction. He's like, nah, keep it. Like I got one though. He's like, nah, oh you're my right. goodness. Yeah. You go ahead. He's like, you say one more thing and we're just leave. The more I say, the better I was because like, I'm not writing any of this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know some of the words that you just used because they weren't English. And then he talked about Guardians of the Galaxy for two yeah, hours. It was like a James Gunn uh, uh, screenwriter. Yeah. Speaking of which, we were talking about Marvel movies and such. Uh, so James Gunn going over to DC. I think it's probably a good move, being that it's been such a a mess. I, I don't know how else to really. There's no nicer way to put it. There's been some decent moments, but just a mess. Well, some of his topics of comic book. I can't remember what it was, but it's like a Monster Squad kind of thing. Creature uh, Commando. Yes, Creature Commandos. Oh, that's yeah. it. I don't know anything about them. I, I was a Marvel same reader than a DC. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, I was surprised that it was a, car, a, a cartoon kind of, I guess, series. I don't really know how they're doing it. They're doing an animated si- series, series for right. Max, not mm. HBO Max. Uh, right. Oh, that's the new title, right? Yeah. Well, they're supposed to switch over to Max yeah. instead of they, HBO. They dropped the HBO. Basically. Yeah, well, um, I mean, just the what's been going on over at DC. I mean, so basically the most recent slate... You know, your Superman movies, your Henry Cavill, your your Batflex, your Wonder Woman, your what do you Darkwing call? Duck. <laughs> Dark, yeah, Darkwing Duck. How could you forget? That's Marvel. <laughs> Flash, which has its own set of issues, yet is still coming out. Oh, man, Pat, you love Flash. Let's talk about that. I, I do, do love, love Flash, Flash though. Uh, Flash is a you great fucking comic. He's the better Superman. He's a better Superman. Wait, how is he a about, better Superman? Because he cares about the people that he's fighting. Uh, like the, None of them gallery. care about anyone. Yeah, all right. Like, he goes out of his way to, like, you know, like I don't want to arrest you. I just want to, like, get back on the right path, man. That's true. He 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 is he very much does not approach it fist first. He's, you know. Yeah, Superman's just like, I'm going to punch you until you either die or just succumb to, like, not doing crimes. And none of them do. Succumb to, to not, not doing, doing crimes. crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for that moment in my whole life. <laughs> that's, a, that's a band album name. <laughs> it's, a, it's an album name. It's yeah. a little yeah. lengthy. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a movie that I'm looking forward to probably the most out of anyone. Not or out of anyone, out of any of the comic book movies that are coming out is The Flash. Yeah. I was excited right. for it until all of the nonsense. Like they're doing the Flashpoint story arc. Yeah. And it's like 
That's more than one movie. The powers are stupid, and we've had this debate, Pat, and you will win it, as you always do. He runs but real they fast. Are, they're stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah, stupid what don't you get about How this? does he turn back time? Because Don't so tell fast. me how he the turns. The same way Superman did it in that goddamn movie. Turning the planet backwards doesn't change time. He That's did like, not turn the planet backwards. That oh, was just, you're so fucking tilted right that now. That was just how they visualized him going back in time. Let's see. I know what like I saw, Pat. Yeah, I know what I saw. It's a, <sighs> that's how I saw Superman doing that. Oh, you think you think that you think he reversed the momentum of everything that had happened? Well, when, and the, then it, when a man has the power of super weaving, like why isn't anything possible? Hmm. I think the guy could weave just like better than Betsy Ross. I don't know what the fuck. You well, know? and you know what? Let's let's like, let's say get let's, the fuck out of here, man. So then, why is Omega Red not a valid character, Moses? It is a valid. That's the. Wolverine's. Oh, that's strange. No, well, we oh. just had a conversation about this the other day when Pat wasn't around, and you suddenly didn't think that that was an actual character. Omega Red is the best me for Wolverine villain there is. I'll die on that cross. Well, uh, Omega Red's the best Wolverine villain, hands down. Better than Sabretooth because it's just like, oh, you're kind of a Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just taller, really. He had that's like it. bone claws. Or I, some he shit. Cut, well, he had yeah. This, I don't know. He, he had he could grow his nails out or something. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> that's cool. I know girls with <laughs> like Meg and the Family that. Guy. Get <laughs> out of here, man. I got your like kind of brothers or whatever, but who gives a shit. What's well, the com- it's a classic comic book trope of like the superhero and they have their super villain who is the you know their perfect the equal who's yeah. basically just like a reflection of them. That's kind of yeah. not what those are, though. Like, it's what it's implied, but it's not quite that. Yeah, but I mean, Marvel like is Bizarro notorious Superman, for doing that example. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bizarro is like a more interesting character because they don't, when he's not treated as being a villain, because he doesn't have real motivation. Yeah. He's not really a villain. He's just trying to do what Superman does in reverse. Yeah. And it's like he thinks he's doing right. Thinks he's doing right. Yeah. Well, as far as he knows, because he's a fucking retard. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's basically what, true. Right. I don't get how Superman was ever doing any real good. Like, you're just stopping the crime of the world, but it's, is is that not a part of being a human being? You are that's, such an agent provocateur this episode. That is an existential dilemma. I'm who's smoking a cigarette one leg at a time like everybody else. You know in that, you know in that movie when Superman prevents California from getting nuked? Yeah. I don't see what good he's actually doing. Yeah. I mean, can you defend that? He saved you so many lives, but I mean, were those lives worth it? Because yeah. there's criminals in there. <laughs> I'm just saying is all that I don't see how these villains are necessarily villains. I see us worshiping some sort of like, <laughs> it's like a God cult, um, you know, where, where basically you've got, we'll just use Superman as that, that guy for it. Cause obviously he's the, he's the, the, the entirety of that trope. He's the worst superhero. Uh, the bottom line is that what he's doing is that he's, he's putting forth his best effort to obliterate a city street so as to stop a single bank robber because obviously what matters most to all of us, I think even the listeners, is the incredible amount of money that we keep in these private banks in the middle of Manhattan because we all have that. And he's somebody who's willing to put himself uh, forward and defend those property rights, which really matter a lot more than the security guards and things like that. And he's willing to defend that. And, and I do respect that. But what I'm saying is, is that the person who's going to rob the bank for no other reason 
than to fuck over Superman, which is a little confusing by itself because obviously you're taking time out of your day and so on and so forth. I just don't really know what they're doing wrong. That's all. Well, he works for the Superman works for the insurance company, so he's getting a kickback. Is that true? Yeah, that's I why he doesn't that. care about uh, like destruction. Yeah, like oh, I can blow up a city block. Well, in as fairness, as they're insuring the that too. Well, it but people have to go out and like rebuild. Like yeah. it's he's like he is promoting. Like I've is, heard of nine eleven. I know all he, about rebuilding. He's a job creator. He is creating jobs in that respect, but it's like he don't give a shit. And yeah. who's paying for that? The taxpayer. That's why I call him Mr. Reagan most of the time. But that's like my own personal thing. I do. Well, it he I'm does just, tear like, walls down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's a modern day Jericho. In Dark Knight Returns, oh. he, he they literally depict him as being like a puppet of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that he oh, yeah. gets yeah. mobilized against Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all fair. I just don't know who I should be rooting for. I mean, the, I think that's one of the reasons why, and I and I don't think that they've done him justice in any live action medium is why, in that instance, Lex Luthor is the perfect villain for Superman. Because he is basically just out there making the argument that here's this all-powerful alien that people are looking up to who is just doing things that humanity should be doing it for themselves and, like, stunting humanity's development. You're 100% right. He's doing what humanity should be doing, killing people that we think have done something wrong. But if we have yeah. a Superman and that's really that, what it's why all about. we do it at all? Murder people who do what you don't agree with. And that part of it does resonate with that, me. That's yeah. That's what Superman is all about. And he honestly, ruthlessly murders. <laughs> yeah, Metropolis well, is by far too, too a safer a city than Gotham is. Gun, but. Where Batman doesn't kill these people, maybe he should. Are we and talking about Ga- Ben Affleck or no? Oh, well, we're just talking about Batman in general. But like, like why? Well, the only one I recognize is Ben Affleck. Well, that's weird because there's Michael Keane. Who's who that? also kills people. Who definitely kills people. <laughs> who He's strapped like, a bomb to a clown's chest and threw him off a building. Yeah. <laughs> for justice. For justice. Yeah, yeah. for justice. justice. Yeah. He also threw uh, that random penguin villain strapped with a bomb into the sewers in uh, Batman Returns. That's literally what I just referenced. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Joker. No, 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 no. <laughs> In the first one, because he no, kind of did that too. Di- different like, clown. He's got a real thing with clowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were In going to somebody never watched his comic book movie. I, kinda, I swear it was a Joker he was talking about. <laughs> no, so the there's joke, a history of this. The Joker was going to get away. Yeah. On a helicopter, and Batman grappled his pants and tied him to a gargoyle so that yep. he couldn't get away, and that he died horribly. <laughs> Moses, listen, when the grown-ups at this podcast are talking about comic books, maybe that's the time to, like, take a knee and take a step back, you know? I'll take a knee on your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your own good. Yeah, it probably is, yes. Oh I'm in God. way over my head here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to cycle this back to James Gunn somehow. From, yeah, from thank Batman. you. Yeah. Um, the Where Batman movie that he announced is uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, which is going to be adapted from the Batman and Son storyline by Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. which introduces Batman's biological son, who then becomes the... Fourth or Robin? fifth Robin, depending yeah, on how you're doing. It depends on where <laughs> the, the story lies. Depending but. on where continuity yeah. is at that time. So are they going to have the, the, the Tim Drake, the uh, uh, Dick Grayson, the, uh, who's the other one? I can't think of him. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Are they going to 
That's a that's a great question. I mean, they should there for Robin. They should because it shouldn't just be that he shows up and is like, "I'm Robin now," and also Robin is this thing that I just (laughs) made up. (laughs) Also, there's Nightwing. Yeah. uh, Will there question? Will there be? Like underground motorcycle races in this one? In neon with uh, Offspring going off in the background? I hope so. I hope so, too. That's kind of what I associate Batman with. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about the Schumacher films, but all of the 80s and 90s Batman films were just adaptations of the 1966 Adam West show. Listen, man, I'm never going to shit on the Batmaster card. You're just never going to hear those words leave my mouth. Who is a better Bruce Wayne? Is it George Clooney Keaton. or is it Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. No, Keaton was the best Bruce Wayne. Oh, he was the best Bruce Wayne. Well, but yeah, we leave it because he is the Batman. Yeah. He, he did that great. Yeah, he was He great. wasn't a great Batman. He was a great, he was great Batman. Bruce Wayne. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Let's not get now. into this tussle right now. now. We're on the That's air. what we're on here. <laughs> Uh, for damn. myself, I would have to go back to revisit because I remember very little of the Val Kilmer Batman movie. That was the one that had uh, the Riddler, Riddler, and, uh, and Two Face, Tommy Lee Jones. Begrudgingly, uh, yeah. in fairness, it was just two Riddlers because Tommy Lee Jones decided that he also had to be Riddler. Uh, which yes, was very and, confusing. And Riddler was also just Joker again. So yeah, they just they just did yeah. more Jokers. I'm going to have to revisit that one because I think I might have just blocked that one out of my head for some reason. Uh, Is that the one that uh, uh, Alfred's dying of something and... No, that's no, that no, that's Batman and Rob. Okay, yeah. Let's not these. <laughs> it gets muddled. These there, are cinematic though. classics with nuance, <laughs> and character development. What was he dying from? Uh, Graves disease. I thought they had some other kind of. Is name that a real disease? Graves disease is a real yes. disease. Yes. Yes. No, they, they was, called it something else. I can't remember. It was. It was. It was yeah, they named it after something, but right. it was the same disease that Mister Freeze's Butler wife disease. had. Oh, that Nora, he was yeah. working. Yeah, he was working on a cure mm-hmm. for that. And uh, right. you know what? When you That's really look frozen. at that, the plot of that movie, it's really brilliant. Yeah, just yeah. Mr. Freeze is a great character in the, like the way they did a great in uh, the animated series, like that whole uh, story arc of like. Oh, I think the character Mr. Mr. Freeze is yeah. If he's not character, but as long as he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger hamming it up, I think that he killed it. I he, hey Moses, he what killed the I, what killed the dinosaurs? Ah, the Ice Age. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I like all I need to do is say hey Moses. Yeah. <laughs> and someone will finish. Yeah, my it always sentences. goes back to Batman, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it does. But yeah, if you does. if you do go back and look at those early Batman movies, even Tim Burton used Dutch angles. Yeah, he did. There were so many like clear throws to the Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. That's what they were really adapting. They were modernizing that, and it got even more so with the Shoemaker films. Yeah, because then they really did like they leaned into the stunt casting of the old movie. They made yeah. it like really weird and bombastic. Yep, I feel like and you see it more in the Schumacher. Oh no, for yeah, sure. Then, oh my yeah. god, he leans yeah. he leans hard into it. Yeah, but that's what those movies are. And like nowadays, if you watch them, just like watch them as an action comedy because right. that's basically what. Yeah, they yeah. Are. It's a better uh, it's a better Hudson Hawk. What the fuck is that? Wow, what Hudson <laughs> Hawk? I don't know Hudson <laughs> Hawk. No. It's one of Bruce Willis' Bruce Willis, best roles. It's yeah, and uh, uh, they're fucking a fat Italian that's always in everything. I can't. <laughs> It's not 16 blocks with most deaf. It's actually not dissimilar from 16 blocks. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. No, it's uh, Hudson Hawk is Bruce Willis uh, being a, a cat thief. 
Yeah, he's like a singing cat. Yeah, thief. they. they I'm sorry. Plan their, their no, 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 no. I, 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 I have cat, to stop you. It is cat burglar. Cat thief implies uh, that he was yeah, stealing that cats. That was my question. <laughs> is he stealing cats? Because <laughs> cat thief. I don't know what he very was stealing. much. So sounds like he's stealing cats. That was but cat hairs. burglar is a phrase. You're right. That is more <laughs> more accurate. I'm sorry. I'm not using the uh, the the words, the colloquialisms that you're using. That you're saying. I'm sorry. You're not using them too. <laughs> cat thief. Cat thief. The fucking cat thief. I got time. God I got time. damn it! Hey, I followed you right into those murky waters, buddy. I was right there along with you. <laughs> what is the, but difference? the fear of God in me for a second? I, gotta go check the, on my cat. It's the same picture. <laughs> it's the same picture, Michael. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's another movie. So I, I don't have to worry time. about cat thieves, right? <laughs> no. All right. Good. I'm still going to go. Not right now, cat. anyway. <laughs> this guy's fucking hanging around here. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I drink my champagne like everyone else, straight out the bottle. Yeah. And then you go home to your 30 fucking cats, some of which are apparently stolen. <laughs> uh, all of them are. Well, and they're all thieves because they've all stolen my heart. <laughs> they were all fucking thieves. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what we prefer. Is so cat, which one of the best thief. Batman movie? I'm going to say, uh, it's either the first Michael Keaton or the second. Because the second one has uh, uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin. As the Penguin. And he, that is a tour. De, like, tour de force. <laughs> the, the fucking, what's his, uh, fucking Bill the Butcher got nothing on him. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? Uh, he's got nothing on Danny DeVito in that role. Are we are we just comparing cinematic Daniels now? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, you really, you really take us down some streets sometimes, Moses. <laughs> and I'm like, I really got to look around yeah. to see like where it's we're going. About it's the- like that hard turn where you can see the bar in front of you and you know that's where you're trying to go. Yeah. But then Moses like, no, let's like see what's down this alleyway. And it's I'm all pretty about, fucked up. I'm, I'm all about the path less taken. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> Danny uh, DeVito, New York, Danny Glover, Danny DeVito. Oh, and Danny Glover in oh no, in a Lethal Weapon, anything in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. We'll do lethal, like all Predator too. If that's I've already tuned that's out. All right, <laughs> this is you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Predator two gets a bad rap. It does. It's it's pretty good for what it was. They were just like jumping around buildings all the time, right? Oh, that's yeah. how it, yeah, it goes to the urban jungle. Yeah, the first one was jungle. in a jungle. Yeah. That, that's where uh, Donald Glover lives. What's his name? Donald Glover? Who oh, fucking childish Gambino? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yes. All right. I can see him doing that. If they remake Lethal Weapon, I want him to be fucking Murtaugh. First of all, they will. They did. And they'll do it again. Yeah, but I want them <laughs> to do it And it will be okay. with Donald Glover. The, uh, the second Predator movie, that had Busey in it before his motorcycle accident. Sure. Yeah. Was Busey in that one? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, sure. he's like almost a sidekick. Was it Busey or Nolte? Um, was it Nolte? I don't know. Maybe no, I'm, I thought I it was they blend together. Maybe it was Nolte. It might have been Nolte. Because, uh, Busey was a bad guy in Lethal Weapon. Oh, so that might be the mix maybe up there. that's where I'm conflating something. I don't know if Nick Dolte was in that, but I, I don't think he was. In fairness, they're both so insanely drug-ridden. Busey? Oh, it was Busey. Okay. It was, oh, it was oh, Busey oh, in yeah. Predator Suck a dick, Moses. Straight How's that life. guy down? Real smooth for you? Every yeah. now and then, I get a couple brain cells that bounce off each other. I get Fuck something yeah. right. You want to talk Busey with me? Let's do that Let's shit. Let's talk Busey. Let's talk Busey. Let's talk about that what shit. What you got? Uh, I don't know. Break his fucking neck, Riggs. That's, no. that's it? Wow. That's, no, that's uh, not right. This should be a recurring segment called <laughs> I Love Busey. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have spinoffs. 
There's a wrestling one coming. There's a, I guess, a Busey one coming now. Whatever happened to his pet judge thing? I don't think it went anywhere. His pet judge thing. I don't. You never seen that? That brings nothing back. Uh, oh my but. god! It was when we're done with this podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you Wait. Something. So like he had a judge that slept in a little bed and wore a leash. No. Like, I, that's honestly, I wish that was it. No, it was. So it was, was the ju- judge's was name, judge- Clarence oh my god, Thomas. Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was Gary Busey. Okay. As basically, he was just a judge, Judy. He's just a fake judge, right? Right. But all of the cases had to do with your pets. Oh, and he okay. was I, I, lucid. I don't. I don't know what you could describe him as. He was like, it's the best that you've seen him, but he was still deeply fucked up. Okay. And there was really. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. But regardless, what would happen would be is that you would have your two. Plaintiffs, if I'm using the appropriate uh, okay. terminology you're, you're, here. Your plaintiff and your yeah. defendant situation. And it would be like one person is like, you know, this motherfucker right here, Bob, yelled at my dog once. And okay. Gary Busey is like there and he's there, but he's not there. And he's like in a judge judge's costume, you know, the whole fucking black garb and what have you. And you're just looking at him and all these people are like in on it. But they're not actors. They believe it. Like the same way oh, as these people no. who go on Judge Judy do right, it. You know? Right. Where yeah. it's like, like, yeah, she's a fake judge. Uh-huh. But like they're they do want your judgment. Like, cause they're gonna honor it. And so it's just Busey on the fucking stand. Can, can I make one quick interjection Please. here? I was so fucked up. I was thinking not as like pets at all. I was thinking pet judge. Like he has a pet judge. <laughs> like a teacup chihuahua is judging. This is like, how my brain is. That would make more sense. Yeah. yeah. So I was like horrified. Yeah. And I'm like so intrigued. When but we, I'm still intrigued seeing that it's judgments about pets. When we watch this, you're going to be so much more confused. Yeah. Than yeah. you are right now. Yeah. Okay. But it, yeah, it he is would basically to watch on Tubi. What's oh. that? It's on Tubi. I don't know what the fuck. Not that a is. sponsor. It's it's one of the it's uh, we'd Tubi, love that though. Tubi oh, is a free streaming service that has a weird mix of stuff on it. Okay, like some of it is pet judgery. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I guess everything has to find a home. There's a whole yeah. section for pet judgery. Yeah, I like how you really paused before you said that <laughs> it's wrong. Hard to say. Yeah. That, was, that was so close. To you fucking it up. <laughs> uh, I can't be saying this out loud. That's not oh a thing. my god. <laughs> And yet that could have gone in a lot of directions. So that's nice that it ended up well. This episode has really taken some turns. Sure has, yeah. <laughs> what um, about comic books, isn't it? All right, all right. So let's get away from that. <laughs> let's get away from pet judgery. What's everybody doing for Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I would imagine some sort of drinking would be happening because that's what we white Americans do. That's what it's all about. Yeah, we got to celebrate. We're celebrating. Moses, what are we celebrating for Cinco de Mayo? The secession of France from Mexico. That's so close. (laughs) And it's only because it was discussed right beforehand. The celebration of Mexico defeating France. There you are. Yeah. You're basically right there. They had uh, had the equivalent of uh, some sort of an archduke in charge sort of thing going down. A little part of Mexican history that everybody forgets. Mm Mm-hmm. You just have the French installing their leader, and uh, then you get Mexico, a country that, for the most part, Americans do not respect, perhaps as much as they should, but always and appropriately respect more than France, 
which is a sad person's country. Yes. <laughs> France only got us like fun ways of cutting things, uh, where Mexico gave us food. Is that a suicide joke? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> if we I don't laugh, know if that's what it was intended. Actually. If we can't laugh at ourselves. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll take it. They make good pastries, mm. but not for nothing. So do Mexicans. So does everybody. Everybody makes great pastries. There's not a bad I don't think that the Irish make any good food. Well, you know, the Irish. I love yes. them to death. <laughs> That's true. I do. The Irish are a but they don't make disaster. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just have to look who lorded over them for so long. To, that's you know. true, exactly. Yeah, that's what happens. Great. You know? That's like the happens. best thing the English guy ever a scone, and that's not, that's like pretty Is terrible. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I made you a buttermilk biscuit with no buttermilk. <laughs> or flavor. <It's, laughs> or flavor. It's just a cold brick, <laughs> and I hope that you're as depressed as I am when you're done. We build our houses out of them. <laughs> yeah. I know you chew, chew on wheat stalks, but like we took that flavor out too. I thought that was an American thing. Is it? Like a farmer thing? You're chewing uh, a wheat stalk? Yeah, but it's carried over from the Brits. Pat, what's your favorite dessert? <laughs> my favorite? My favorite dessert. I don't know. Huh. I thought we were talking about Cinco de Mayo. Answer. <laughs> well, uh, do you, you like a What's your flavor? favorite Cinco de Mayo, Pat? My favorite Cinco de Mayo is the one that happens towards the beginning of May. Mm. Yeah. Go on. Uh, a classic. It's easier. Yeah. No, I Cinco de Mayo is a day where I, like many white Americans, just drink way too much tequila. Mm-hmm. I'll make my traditional cocktail of uh, the Rocks tequila and Mountain Dew. Hey. Um, that's, yeah. that's redneck as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you would think it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he has shown once again he is the cultured one among us. I kind of want to try a mountain. My big thing, and I do think it is a bit the elephant in the room, it's that no one really knows where the name Cinco de Mayo comes from. And I find that to be one of the most fascinating things about the holiday. It's a Latin It's like thing, Christmas. Isn't it? It's lost. Yeah. You just don't really, it could be anything. It could be anything. And I like to imagine that it's about. Mexico's defeat of this country, actually. Mm -hmm. It's like a little bit of a 9-11 twist to it. Makes it a little darker. And I like that. It gives me a reason to drink and a reason to hate Mexico, which is honestly one of the things that I'm just going for at the start of May. I've had a nice, quiet winter to myself, uh, mostly free of election season. But then I'm kind of stewing over, you know, we've got a Democrat in office, whatever the case may be, or Republican, it doesn't really matter to me. The bottom line is that I'm looking for someone to blame. And once I realize that we're like mid-April or so, that's the time where I try and swoop in on this like unknown bullshit holiday. Because like they should just be celebrating like Thanksgiving like the rest of us. But for some reason, they've got this other thing just to set themselves apart. And quite frankly, as an American, I find it a bit offensive. I really do. They should celebrate Fourth of July more. Yeah, but they don't. Like, I don't actually know. I don't know enough about yeah. Mexico to say <laughs> I don't that even they think don't. they, they might have a Fourth of July. Do they celebrate? Oh, I'm sure they have a Fourth of July. Everybody has a Fourth of July. Do they celebrate Fourth of July, though? That's a f- it's like what? Yeah, uh, you know, Thursday. Yeah, why wouldn't they celebrate that? Well, I mean, they should celebrate. Hey, they have Thirsty Thursday. It's when we wrote the law that said that everyone was free. That they were a country. They could Everyone's a country. country on the 4th of July. Do you remember in 1776 when in this country, everyone got every freedom? Yeah. <laughs> everyone could vote. That's everyone the best could own part land. of it. It's that it all beautiful. of the weight so on your ago. shoulders <laughs> was lifted. <laughs> and I feel, I honestly feel pretty mind. good about that. Yeah. So, Moses, what's your favorite dessert? Uh, and how do you feel about freedom in America circa 1790? I enjoy the freedom that I can uh, have a, a nice little tart, a little fruit tart. Okay. 
Is that French? Uh, I don't know. Probably. It's probably French. Yeah. They make good tarts. I'm not going to lie. They're all tarted. Uh, I was going to make the same joke, but I stopped <laughs> wow. because it was a dumb joke. Wow. But I'm glad that you carried through. You're welcome. We have, we have sunk so low. Yeah. So low. Favorite holiday, Moses? My favorite holiday? I love uh, Thanksgiving because of the food. I like eating. You're not Mexican, though. You don't know that. Mm. That's fair. Here we what are. are you doing for Cinco de Mayo? Um, working. On Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. I mean, I'll be drinking. Like, I drink where I work. So. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it's a Friday. Is it a Friday? It's a, yeah, no, oh, Cinco de Mayo is a Monday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, I don't want to leave that behind. That You're going to work on it on that holiday? I sometimes show up on Fridays. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, it's collect money. Yeah. But you know it's a, it's a legitimate holiday. All right. Still got mail pickup. <laughs> no, no, not in this country. Yeah, Look, oh, wait. Like, actually, only in this country. <laughs> Are we? Is is this Mexico right now? It's getting there. Ah! <laughs> You're not allowed to tell that joke. You're oh, to boom! Yeah, talk about that, you fucking hoodwearing oh! faggots. Yeah, fumble around for your racial epithets. <laughs> Didn't know which one you wanted to go with there, huh? <laughs> uh, N-word, Jim, what am I going to do with you? It's so hard to make fun of white people. Is it? I don't know. There's <laughs> nothing, nothing's that bad. It's like, ugh. You need something good. Like, there's a whip cracker, and that's a bad connotation, but they take it in stride. What, cracker? Yeah. The Wait, so that's white people don't understand what it means as well. Well, it's, it's not too. You got to get better with your insults, especially your... your well, your, I didn't invent them, first of all. I I'm just riding off the coattails. I am looking at you. Before me. I don't believe that. I think the, that cracker's enjoyable. What is the best derogatory slang for a white person? That's what I'm is saying. It, is it cracker? I kinda, I that's kind of all there is. In Spanish, I think that it is gringo. It's because it's understood by everybody who speaks Spanish that you're straight up saying this person does not get it. That's the, that's the whole essence of it. So it achieves what you're going for when you're using a racial epithet. This person ain't a part of what we're doing. Right. And they're not a part of it because they have a certain level of ignorance, which is what makes that the most insulting term. That said, it really only works in Spanish. Yeah. So black people wouldn't obviously not be typically using that one. So you go back to what, like cracker and all the other things? Yeah, honky. Like on yeah. honky. It's Honky's like, great, yeah. But they're, they're classic terms. Yeah. Honky is too fun. It is too it fun. Is too it's fun. a fun word. Yeah. You but see, no, that's, a, you're, it's, it, that's a reversal. Because it's not too fun. It's that whatever you call the white person, they're like, oh. Ooh. Ooh. I feel cooler now. No, a I black think... man just called me a hunky. <laughs> no, I mean, look at look at, look at at how words are like put together. And hunky is just like, it's, no, it's like honky tonk. It's, yeah, there a, are... Is that where it came from? Why wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm sure there's a level of correlation there. There has to be. Oh. Dan's on it. But is it, it is a, it is a, it's a fun word. Yeah. It comes out of your mouth. It's mm. not bad. It feels good. Cracker's not the same type of fun. No. Nah. It has a worse connotation to it. I don't know really what honky means, but. Well, we're going to find out in a minute. We are waiting with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> that dramatic pause really made it. That really made it. I think but, that. I mean, what else is there though? I mean, those are like the classics. I don't think I've heard anything. Interesting. There's like, I mean, some of them are really on the nose where it's like whitey. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just it. It's that when you're the dominant culture in any given society, this Mm -hmm. one or any other, it's that you're just much less likely to be offended by being called the dominant group. 
So the, yeah. So the term just is not, no matter what well, the term Well, yeah, it's so. a power it's play thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love <laughs> this came from comic books. <laughs> We're having a hell of a time here, folks. Cinco de Mayo, baby. Oh, We're celebrating that, uh, the defeat of the French right now. <laughs> the French are terribly white. They are terribly white. And they're not... Not they're in a good people. way. Yeah. Mm. They're like the worst kind of European. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I want to pose Uh-oh. that question. Okay. Yeah. Pat. Our guest. We're not going to worry about the Balkans and the other bullshit fucking countries in Europe that nobody gives a fuck about and can't name. Can you please put your top five <laughs> European countries in order based on how much respect we should give them? Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, okay, so you're are you asking for, like, these are the top five respectable European countries? Something like that, yeah. Okay. So purely based on respect and not condoning anything that they have done. Here we are. (laughs) I feel like the ones that we got to boil it down to are going to be, I'm going to say, starting at top five, five, Norway. Norway. I thought you were going. Yeah. Today, they're fine. They're doing well. They've got a nice economic system going for them. But And they never did anything wrong. They never did anything wrong. No. But that's what I'm saying is that they had like Vikings. They had conquest. You, you got to respect it. Thank God they did not side with the Nazis in World War II once they were given the most minor threat of invasion. Yeah. 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 They didn't do that. I'm going to go ahead and say that number four is going to be Italy because of the pure sorry dom- to laugh I just knew you the were pure say it. <laughs> domination of their culinary cuisine <laughs> I'd say is, that's an example in how to use the same word twice but still sound smart <laughs> is incredibly impressive also they managed to go from not a country to complete and total fascist in so quickly that 1870 it's like, yeah. to 1930 full fucking formed the country total fascist yeah i mean they they pulled themselves together and became brutal in a way that you just have to kind of respect and still failed which is sad yeah all right so number 3 i'll say ireland oh, just yeah. because they've been through some shit oh yeah and i respect the way that they have said fuck you to britain um, every step of the way. And to I think the extent the people, that they were neutral during World War II, basically well, as a fuck you to Britain. <laughs> yeah, they were neutral during World War II for exactly that reason. And it's understandable. You know, if you're, if one country is kind of beating you down, you're not going to necessarily side with them in the war. Also on top of that, I feel like the Irish are very much so respected around the world. They're given that kind of like a pass where it's like you never really did anything to hurt anybody else. So it's cool that you're basically white European sort of scenario as opposed to America. Is the IRA not a thing? Well, that was against the English. Well, but it's still a violent thing. Is it? Like, like, yeah, sure, they were right, but yeah. They're just defending it's themselves. Still, it's still violent. Listen, man, I'm just telling they you. They don't have it's a good called dish. castle doctrine. And if you're in your home, then you're allowed to shoot anybody who turns their back to you. And I believe that is the law. And if you haven't used your rook yet, you can swap places with you. Yeah, that's true. And the English have to respect that. Yeah. If King Charles was here right now, he would agree. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm going to say number two comes in at Britain. I mean, you have to respect 
how they have just been the (laughs) shittiest civilization to everyone on this fucking planet for so long and still put up the airs of being better than everyone. We wouldn't have America without Britain. <sighs> you gotta respect There's that. so many things. <laughs> How outsized that. Not that's... least of all that is named after Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> <laughs> or Italian, that New York was New York. He's, like, he's number four on the list. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that tiny island full of very pale, damp people has had <laughs> an outsized damp. influence over the, uh, the course of this world, and you have to respect Why are they so wet? Question for the ages, I suppose. Oh, that's what I took out. I of mean, what he I'll said. say I'll say this about the English, and it's not my joke from a far more funny man than myself. But he made it the point that this, when we're talking about the English, you're talking about a civilization that essentially, from their little island, and this first part is a credit to them. But they built up this enormous naval armada. They roamed the world, murdering people um, with a high level of success. Um, wiped out several civilizations, subjugated many more. And their whole point was to go and get spices. And then they came back with fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> they found a way as they go. to lose up. And that is sad. <laughs> it is weird that they don't have more spices in their food. You would think like, so. Salt is the extent of their culinary They don't expertise. even use that. What's number one? Yeah, who is number one? Who do you think number one is? Ah, it's America. America. In Should Europe? I start the boot stepping <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, again, this isn't a it, this isn't a sign off on anything that they did, but you gotta respect Germany. Yeah. Well, I mean they managed their twentieth century was just a fucking roller coaster. Holy shit it was. And by the end of it, they came out like where people are like, yeah, Germany's good. No, yeah. yeah. yes. At least they have schnitzel and sausage and beer. Like, there's good things to come out of Germany. No, yeah, I mean, as far as having eventful centuries go, yeah. I mean, nobody can touch Germany. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way it started, getting hammered down, getting absolutely torn apart with that treaty, having to suffer the next couple of years after that, coming back up, getting really ambitious. Yeah. Years of actual retribution and just image issues, let's just say, to put it the lightest way. And reparations. Reparations. You're talking about a country that basically is located in the heart of Europe yep. on the natural invasion plane between the tyrant that we know to be Russia mm-hmm. under Putin for nearly 200 years now he's been running that country. <laughs> and on good. the other side, France with their king or whatever it is that they do. And in the middle, you've got Germany that's really never done anything to anybody else and somehow they're able to not only maintain that peace which is something which i think is very admirable we've seen it with the swiss before just that neutrality throughout these wars that barbers fight on either side and then germany is just caught in the middle and even throughout that they're able to maintain this this peaceful quality they're able to maintain their neutrality they never raise a gun, an arm, anything like that to anybody else. And they're still able to emerge out on this other side of the Cold War and produce beautiful things like the Volkswagen, you know, the car of the people. <laughs> Hugo, um, Bo- Hugo Boss suits. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. These are all things that are just great for yeah. people. And I'll tell you something. Their police <laughs> officers are very well dressed. Um, they just look always good. have been. Yeah, yeah. even do during World War Two, uh, even during World War Two, their police <laughs> officers were dressed well, 
and they carried about them uh, a professionalism that I think you don't really see a whole lot in the rest of Europe. You certainly don't see it in this country. And for me, when I look at that, that professionalism, that goes back to the respect that the German military and police apparatus has for not only its own people, but for other people, including minorities. And I really do respect that. I think that that's very nice. And I wish that we could replicate that a little bit more in this country. And on top of that, I'll double down. I wish that more people in this country could just really respect and appreciate what the Germans did to just purify that level of democracy that we're going for. We just don't get it here anymore. My gosh, you are so good at talking. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. No country has Thanks. put more time and energy into uniting Europe. What the, what the Germans do, and... Uh, Anyways, they were Nazis. What, what the Germans do is, uh, it was put best by a good friend of mine, Sidney Dean. I'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. Yeah. Is that a Hitler quote? Or? <laughs> Sidney Dean. All right, all right. Sidney Dean. We've gotten a little too Hitler-y, so it's best to shut things no down. No way, Dan, I had so much fun. <laughs> Before, you guys mentioned hockey talk. Yeah. You mentioned hockey. Um, oh, right. So hockey talk is actually a slang, which the, uh, the etymology of that is kind of suspect, but it pretty much originated as uh, like a country bar type thing. And then for hockey, it's actually a variation of Hungarian. And it's oh, meant more in terms of context of manual labors, factory oh, hands. I just went to a, a Hungarian funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, that, was, so, that was delightful. <laughs> I guess no better way to sign off than with that, huh? Please get us out of here, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happened by some odd chance to like this episode of the podcast and you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do. And give us a five-star review, graciously, I suppose. <laughs> uh, check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Help us out by smashing that like button. Please smash that like button. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Share this video with your friends. And, of course, subscribe to our channels. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Loud and Drunk. We're also on Locals. If you want to give us your money, that'd be great. Maybe get cameras or just, you know, just give us money. I, I'm starving. <laughs> He's thinning out. <laughs> All right. So, for Moses, Justin, Pete, and thank you so much, Pat, for joining us. Yes, thanks, Pat. Thank you, Pat. I am producer Dan. Thank you for joining us out there. And until next time, this is Loud and Drunk. <laughs>